So today's daf is daf Samach Aleph, page 61. We got to daf Samach Aleph. I would like to back up, however, to restart this last sugya prior to the Mishnah. Okay? It's a Cheshbainas Dika sugya. This is uh, not the simplest Gemara that we've, uh, that we've learned, but uh, let's try our best to understand this and grasp this to the best of our ability. We're going to start from Ibai Lahu. They asked a Shaila searching for information. They asked a question for information. This is the first wide line on Samach Amad Beis, 6DB, approximately six lines from the bottom of the page. It's actually exactly six lines. From the bottom of the page. So here we go. Ibailahu, they asked a Shaila. And this is the last piece of Gemara prior to the Mishnah on today's Daf, Samach Aleph. Pesach Shashachti Bailam. Very interesting scenario where you have an animal set aside as a carbon Pesach and it's being Shechted on Chanukah. A guy takes an animal that's set aside as a carbon Pesach. Now remember yesterday we explained that the carbon Pesach is in the Shlomim family. Okay? It's in the Shlomim family. So you shechted a carbon Pesach on Hanukkah, but for the wrong owner. For the wrong owner. Mahu, what's the halacha? Now let's explain. Yesterday we learned. Now follow, follow over here and ask me if you don't get this. Okay, please stop me if you don't, if, if uh, this is not coming across clear. Because this is the crucial point to get in order to, to understand what we're ultimately going to come out with. If you shecht a carbon Pesach, on any other day of the year, L'Shem Pesach, it's not kosher. Because you can't bring a carbon Pesach on Hanukkah. You can't bring a carbon Pesach on any day besides for the 14th day of Nisan in the afternoon. But what happens if I have a carbon Pesach? Oh, I have a delectable, beautiful sheep. Comes Sukkis, ah, I'm gonna set this aside. This, this, uh, you know, this, this uh, animal within a year, it's gonna be a beautiful, good-looking carbon Pesach. Ready, Sukkis, I decided this. The animal's getting bigger, and comes Hanukkah, and I shecht my carbon Pesach on Hanukkah. But guess what happened? I by mistake did it. L'shem Shlomim. This animal that I, I had prepared to be my carbon Pesach, at the time that I should, for whatever reason, I just shechted this, L'shem Shlomim. Guess what? The halacha is, it's a kosher carbon. This that you mess up, because I messed up, and I changed the, ori- the original mindset of designation from a Pesach to a Shlomim, I just helped myself. By forgetting and changing, I helped myself. That is what it means when we say Kishinoi Kaidesh. When you change the Kedusha name, the halacha is Hakol Beseder. You thought you messed up. You actually just helped yourself. And it would have been messed up if you would have done it right. 
If you would have had in mind to shech this as a carbon Pesach on Hanukkah, the whole thing would be puzzle. But now that you messed up and shechted it l'shem shlomim, hakol b'seder. So here's the Gemara Shailah. Since that's true, that by Shinoi Kaidesh, by changing the name of the animal, that helps me, what happens if I have an animal set aside as a carbon Pesach? On Hanukkah, I shecht it l'shem Pesach, but you know what I did? Instead of shechting it for the right owner, I shechted it for the wrong owner. So I had in mind the shame Pesach. However, I still had the wrong mindset. Ask the Gemara, this, that, now that I had the wrong mindset about the Pesach, does it automatically change it to a Shlomim, and now it's a Kasher Karban? Azoy is the Shail. All right? What we're going to do now in the Gemara is try to explain how it's similar, how the halachas of Shinoi Kaidesh and Shinoi Bailam, let's familiarize ourselves. Shinoi Kaidesh means when there's a change in the name of what way it's sanctified. Is this a Shlomim? Is this a Pesach? Shinoi Bailam means I shechted, I changed the, who the owner really is. I changed the name. And we're now going to, for the, for the rest of the Gemara, try to figure out this Shinoi Bailam, which halacha should I make it the most similar to to come out with our halacha? Is it taka okay? If I shech the Karbam Pesach, L'Shem Pesach, on Hanukkah, but for the wrong owner, what's the halacha? So here we go. Omar of Papa. The Gemara attempts to give an answer. I said the following halacha in front of Rava. And I said like this. Since on Erev Pesach, if I were to have in mind that this Pesach is a Shlomim, what's the halacha? Puzzle. If I would taka, bring my carbon Pesach on Erev Pesach, but I have in mind the same Shlomim, that's taka problem. And also, if a person shechts the carbon Pesach for the wrong owner, somebody not part of the Chabura at all, that also messes it up. So I'll say like this, oh, you have a very good connection. You see that Shinoi Kaidesh is like Shinoi Bailam. Therefore, wherever the halacha is in one place, you should have elsewhere. Just like when you change the name of Kedusha from Pesach to Shlomim, in its time, you would have an issue. But in a different time, you don't have an issue. The same halacha should apply to Shinoi Bailim. Av Shinoi Bailim, Shepoi just like Shinoi Bailim, where if you were to shecht it on Erev Pesach, it would have been a problem. Now that it's not Erev Pesach, we should say it's okay. So that was... What Rav Papa said to Rava, that was his logic. Now listen to this. Rava's going to shoot back at Rav Papa, tell him why he's wrong, and show four differences between Shinoi Kaidesh and Shinoi Bailu. Herzechayim. Rav Papa just tried saying the halacha should be similar because we find one similar halacha. Rava is now going to show him four areas at least that's what we think initially, that is four areas, where you're actually going to find a nafkamina, a difference between Shinoi, Shinoi Kaidesh and Shinoi Bailam. Therefore, according to 
Rav Papa's response, he's going to hold, they actually have different halachas. So here we go. Biyam Ali. Rav said back to Rav Papa, lie, you're making a mistake. When it comes to Shinoi Kodesh, that's considered a Psul HaGuf. Now this is very difficult to understand what a Psul HaGuf is. Right now, let's just understand it, we'll call it Balabatish. We'll call it on a very shallow, um, simplistic, okay, not the Balabatim are shallow and simplistic, but without getting too much into Lamdas, because the Gemara is going to challenge this. And the Gemara is going to say, you know, that that's, this is not what a Psul HaGuf really is. Right now, the Gemara, we're assuming that when you come to Shinoi Kaidesh, when you change something from a Karban Pesach to a Shlomim, where's the issue? In the animal. The animal had the name of a Pesach, and now the animal is taking on the name of a Shlomim. The Yashnoi Ba'arba Abaydas. And also, there's four steps to the Avaida of an animal, right? The Shechita, the Kabbalah, the Hilacha, and the Zrika. The Yashnei La'achar Misa. And applies even La'achar Misa. If somebody sets aside a Korban and dies, and, uh, and um, the, avayda, the the Korban doesn't end up being kosher. I said a, a person sets aside a Korban and dies, kicks the bucket. That, and the animal that he set aside ends up being an invalid Korban. You're going to use the estate to bring a different animal. The Yeshnai B'Tzibar B'Yachid applies to a Tzibar like a Yachid. The same halacha applies whether it's a communal offering or an individual offering. Taimar B'Shinu B'Alim, you're going to say the same thing when you just make a mistake about the owner. You're not making a mistake about what type of Kedush is on this animal. You make a mistake who the owner is. The Ein Psulei The issue when you make a mistake of who the owner is, is there a problem with the animal? No. What's the problem? Who the owner is. The animals the same uh, in the same status in the same situation. Nothing's changed. The inner barbavidus, and it's not by the barbavidus. Now Rashi explains over here very interesting. When it comes to a mistake on the animal, what we'll call a psul haguf, if I have the wrong intention on the shechita, the kabbalah sadam, the bringing of the blood, the hilacha, and the zrika, the sprinkling, any one of those four invalidates the carbon. However, Shinoi Bailam, right now we're under the assumption that the only time there's a real issue by having the wrong intent as to who the owner is, is by the Zrika. Only the Zrika. Why? Because why does an owner bring a karba? Usually, it's to build a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Either I need an atonement, I need a kapara. Um, when does the atonement happen? When does the shaykhis get built? By the last step, by the zrika. So what's the primary concern when it comes to a shinoi bailam? Davka in the last step. Specifically in the fourth step, that's where the problem should come in. So therefore, that's what it means. The problem of shinoi bailam is going gonna, is gonna to take place particularly by the zrika, not throughout all four steps. And it doesn't apply Okay, so if somebody dies and the Kayan has somebody else in mind, it's still kosher. And it's not a tzibur of a yachid because now we're dealing with an individual person. And when it comes to a tzibur, you can't mess up because every person's part of that tzibur. So even if you have in mind somebody else, it's okay because they're also part of the tzibur. So says Rava Terafapa, I just showed you four differences. And you're trying to bring me one similarity? 
I'm going to show you four differences, and therefore Shinoi Bailim should have a different halacha than Shinoi Hakaidish. Says the Gemara, by the way, now the Gemara is going to, going to tell us a by the way before we get back to Rava's response. Says the Gemara, and even though that two of these four differences are not really true, two differences are going to stand in the end. And the Gemara is going to explain what, what do we mean. We just showed four differences. What do you mean that two are not really good differences? Two are. The Gemara explains, This that we said, that Shinoi Bailam is different than Shinoi Kaidesh, because Kaidesh is in the Gov, Bailam is on the uh, Gavra, right? Says the Gemara, no, p'sulei machshava ba'almi. Listen, either way, you're making a mistake with your machshava. Shinoi kaidesh nami p'sul machshava ba'almi. You could say there's not much of a difference there anyway. It's not a gavra chetzah dekashayla. In both cases, you you had a wrong machshava v'su, and also haida amar shinoi ba'alem ein lachamisa. Also, the point of saying shinoi ba'alem that you don't need to bring another carbon if the guy passes away. That's not so true either, because there's an opinion of ulur of pinchas breder avami. There's a bin of Pinchas Breder of Ami that says that the same thing holds true by Shinoi Baila. All right, so two differences aren't necessarily differences, but two are there. And therefore, Rabba's responding to Rav Papa, listen, we're, we, we've got differences between, between Shinoi Kaidesh and Shinoi Bailim. So what's the halacha to finish off our Gemara? Baruch Hashem, now that we have clarity, Allah Amarava. Rather, Rava says here, he says to Rapapa, here's the halacha. We had a shayla. What was our shayla? That when you come to Shinoi Kaidesh, that helps. What about Shinoi Bailam? I shech carbon Pesach on Hanukkah with the wrong Bailam. Is it kosher or not? Pesach sheshachdu b'shari yomayi b'shinoi Bailam. If you shech the carbon Pesach on Hanukkah, l'shem Pesach. But for the wrong owners, nasa k'mi she'in le'bailam b'zmanoi, the is puzzle. Seder, halacha is possible. So that's takeda halacha. Nochamon. Let's just reiterate. Halacha. I have something set aside as a carbon pesach. I shechted on Chanukah l'shem shlamim. That's kosher. Halacha number two. I set aside a carbon pesach. I shechted on Chanukah l'shem pesach, but for the wrong owner. That's still possible. Nishgit. Period. End of the Gemara. Now we move on to the next Mishnah. Uh, very, very gishmak and interesting Mishnah, which the Gemara just recently quoted for us, and it discusses when somebody shechts the Karban Pesach, uh, but not necessarily for the right people. So here we go. Remember this. A person shechts a Karban Pesach for those who are not allowed to eat from the Karban Pesach. Remember this? Yeah, the Gemara quoted this. We discussed, we discussed Earl. Yeah, we discussed Earl. Yeah, there are people that aren't allowed, a person does not circumcised. Does not let eat from a carbon pesach. The, the mission is going to get into this. You shecht it, you take a carbon pesach and you shecht it, l'shem. This is for somebody who's not allowed to eat it. V'shalai l'mnuya. Or you shecht a carbon pesach for somebody who's not part of that pesach. We know that a carbon pesach, as this is, this is, again, a good sign when Dafyami comes up in this week's Parsha. This week's Parsha, the Torah tells us, the Mechsas Anafashas, that every carbon Pesach should have a number of people taking part in it. You're not allowed to have any leftover from the carbon Pesach. So what would they do? 
if I have one person in my family, I can't eat a whole sheep. So we would make chaburas. Right? People made chaburas. And you would estimate, okay, how much steak do you eat? Which part of the animal do you have? People, yeah, they would, they would make groups for the garden beza. So when the Pesach was actually being shechted, it had to be shechted the shame people who were part of this karma. What if I shechted it for somebody who's not part of this karma? La'arelim, for somebody who doesn't have a bris milah. Now, interestingly, there's a very interesting discussion what this RL is referring to. I don't know why Rashi waits till Ahmed Bey's to tell us, but Rashi Ahmed Bey's tells us this is talking about a, a yid who doesn't have a bris mila al pi halacha. How can you not have a bris mila according to halacha? How's that possible? What's that? How's it possible, Rabiel? Beautiful, beautiful. The halacha is if you have a family and Nebuch, you have a baby boy that's born, has a bris mila, and dies because they're not able to get the blood to stop. Another baby's born, they do a bris milah, that baby dies. Allah is a brother number three, you're not allowed to do a bris milah. Okay? So this guy, Rashi, on Ahmed Bey is going to tell us, this Aurel, we're dealing with actually a person who's doing a mitzvah by being an Aurel. Okay? La'arelim. So you shechta for an Aurel. Now there's actually, most, most Rishonim agree with, it, with this opinion of Rashi. There is another opinion from Rashi's grandchild, Rabbeinu Tam, who holds that an Aurel who doesn't have a bris mila al pi alacha actually is permitted to eat from the carbon Pesach. And the Aurel that's not allowed to eat is somebody who's, who's supposed to have a bris mila. Okay? Vilatmeim. Or you shakta for somebody who's tamay, puzzle is puzzle. Let's say the Kayan shakhsit. For people, for, he has in mind some people who are permitted to partake. And some people are not permitted to partake. So I have in mind, let's say, let's say uh, 10 people. Five of them are part of the Chavra. Five of them are not. Or Lemluya V'Shalai Lemluya. People who are, who are part of the Chabura. And people who are not part of the Chabura. I have in mind people who have her Bismila and don't have her Bismila. And I have in mind people who are tummy and Tar, then Kasher. As long as at the time that you shechted the Karban Pesach, you had people who were permitted in mind... Fine. It's kosher. Okay. That is the race of the mission. And that's really going to be the focus of what we're going to be learning for the rest of the day. What happens, say for the Mishnah, if a person shechts the carbon Pesach after Chatzais? Now, what did we learn in the beginning of our parak? What did we learn is the, uh, I'm sorry, by the Mishnah, the, the, right, the, the, yeah, what did we learn beginning of the parak, where, what's the proper time to shech the carbon Pesach? After the carbon HaTamid Shobain Arbayim, right? Usually the Tamid Shobain Arbayim was the last carbon, but Pesach was an exception. So the carbon Pesach really has to be shechted in the afternoon. What happens if I shechted it before Chatzais? Puzzle. Nothing doing. It's a puzzle carb. Why? Because the Torah says, Mishum Shinamar Bein Arbaim. You shecht in the afternoon. That's it. Before then, it's not a carbon bezach. You can't be Makabal Shabbos on Wednesday morning, whether you like it or not. Same way you can't be Makabal Shabbos on Wednesday morning. You can't shecht the carbon pesach before Chatzais. It's not the Zman. 
However, we learned that you're supposed to shecht it after the Korban HaTom and Shabbat Arbaim. What if it's after Chatzais, but by mistake I shechted it before the Tamid? If I shechted it before the Korban Tamid, kosher, it's fine. It's Bain Arbaim, like the Torah says, it's the afternoon. It's kosher. However, here's something you should try to be sure of. If let's say you shecht it before the Tamid, and you're like, Oy vey mir, what did I do? What you should do is have somebody keep stirring the blood and don't do the zrika until the Tamid is bought, brought and then, and then sprinkle it after the Tamid. In other words, minimize the Avera as much as possible, we'll call it. If punk, you happen to have sprinkled it, you know, you only remembered afterwards, like, Oy vey, the Tamid wasn't brought. As long as you did everything bein arbayim after chatzais, lemaisa it's going to be kosher. That is the mishnah. All right, now the mishnah is going to get into a very interesting discussion concerning the reisha. Okay, so here we go. Turn around, and the rabbis learn. So should we? Case lashay laichlav. What does it mean that you shecht a carbon for a carbon pesach for somebody who's not allowed to eat it? L'shum chayla l'shum zaken. If you're that means if you shecht it for a sick person. Or an elderly person. They can't eat. Somebody, they, they pusher can't eat. What's the case of shechting it for somebody who wasn't counted towards the carbon? Where you have a particular chavra, a particular chabura that are, that said, that are part of this animal. You had in mind for a different chabura. What's the makar for this mishnah? What's the source? Because the rabbis learned, and that's why the rabbis, the pasuk we quoted earlier in the mishnah, you're supposed to shech the carbon according to the number of people registered with that carbon. The Pesach is only supposed to be shechted with those who are counted towards it, those who join the Chabura. They should have them in mind. That if a person shechted it with no intent for people who joined in that Chabura, that we should say, okay, listen, you didn't do what's ideal, but it's still a kosher animal. That's what I would have thought. No, Tamad Leimar b'michsas tachaisu. Yeah, it says a double expression in the pasuk. It's good. They've got to be counted and registered towards this carbon. When something's reiterated and repeated twice, it's teaching us that it's me'akev. It's davka hakosov shana alav le'akev. The Torah repeats the word michsas tachaisu to let us know it's me'akev. Only if you shechted it, l'shem, people in, my, people in the Chabura, then it's kosher. Rabbi Yomir Rebbe says, Lashen Sarsihu, that it's actually an expression of, of Sarsi. It's an expression that comes from, uh, it's Aramaic. Ka'odom shayim l'chaveray, kaisli tole zeh. Like a person who says, please shecht this animal for me. Okay, which Rashi explains again. Tachaisu, this is just proving. Tachaisu means to have in mind specifically people who are part of this chevra. Okay. Says the Gemara. Ask the Gemara, Shaila. So you found a halacha. You found the source in the Torah that if you shecht an animal for somebody who wasn't registered towards the carbon, it's puzzle. Okay. So that halacha we have an explicit pasuk about. But how do you know that if you shecht it, when it says, what if I have somebody who's not allowed to eat from a carbon registered to this Chabura? 
According to the Pasuk we just read, it should be fine. They're counted. What's the issue? And for the Gemara, the Gemara answers, Omar Kra, the Pasuk says, Ish lefi oichlav tachaisu, according, how many people should you have? How many people should be in the Chabur? Depends how much everybody eats. So you see, we make a hekish that the same way, the same halacha, that somebody has to be counted towards a carbon pesach in order to be permitted to have a, in order for this this shechita to be kosher. So too, when a person eats the carbon pesach, it has to be l'shem somebody who is able to eat it. Those two halachas go hand in hand. Period. End of that. Shaila and answer. Now we turn to Omad Beis, Samachal of Omad Beis, 61b. And the Gemara now um, goes on to another case of the Mishnah, which was Brismila. Shachtoilamul. If a person shechts a carbon pesach for people who have Mila. Amanashe Yeshapru Bayarelam Bizrika. Listen to this. Fascinating, fascinating, fascinating. Uh, Situation Rashi explains to us is taking place over here. We just learned in order for the carbon pesach to be kosher, you can only shecht it for people who are counted. Now, what's the purpose of a carbon pesach? Because the Torah says you shecht it on Arab pesach and then you eat it at the pesach seder, right? The main thrust of a carbon Pesach is the Achila. Says the Gemara, a fascinating, a fascinating situation. What's the halacha when a, I do the Shechita l'shem people in the Chabura, l'shem people who have Mila, everybody's good. But you know what? I happen to know an Aurel who needs a kapara. Now he can't take part in the carbon pesach. But I know this Aurel needs a kapara. What's the halacha if I have in mind at the shechita that this is only going to be eaten by people who are permitted, but I also want the zrika of the blood to atone for an Aurel? I don't want the Aral to be part of the Chabura. I, I know he's not going to eat from the carbon Pesach. I just want to get, I'll, I'll sprinkle the blood as a shliach. And he'll get a kapara for something. That's the shine. Rav Chista Amar Puzzle. Rav Chista says the whole carbon's puzzle. You can't have an Aral involved in anything. Rav Omar, Rabba Omar Kosher. Rabba says Kosher. Now what's the Machlaik? Says the Gvar. Rav Chist, Amar Pasul, Rav Chist says it's Pasul, if you have in mind the Aral for a Kapara, Yesh Machsheves HaRelem Bizrika. Because a Machsheves HaRelem is works, we'll call it. That's the word we'll give. Machsheves, uh, a Machsheves Aral works. Now that, if you sprinkle for him, he'll actually get a Kapara. So now the Shechita included him, and now the whole carbon's Pasul. But Rabbi Omar Kosher. Rabbi says, no, it's Kosher. You know why? Because your Shechita in the beginning, if you have in mind just for the Zrika, he's not included anyway. So he didn't mess everybody up. 
Ein machshavas areilim bizrikim. Omer Rabba, Rabba says, What's my source? That even though you had in mind the aro for zrika, nothing happened, and the animal still kosher. It didn't work. The guy didn't get his kapara anyway, and nothing happened. I'll prove it to you, says Rabba. The Tanya, because we learned in a price. Yochol yifsobnei chabura ba'amimai. I might think that a person who doesn't have a bris milah should passel up for everybody else in the chabura that he's with. Vidinhu, and we'll make a kava chaymer. We'll say logically, hoyova arla paiseles v'tuma paiseles. Since arla apostles, okay. A person who doesn't have, this is referring to an Aral. Arla here is an Aral. Yeah, a person who doesn't have a Brismila, he passes by being part of the Chab, uh, by having the Quran Pesach done for him, the Tuma Paiseles, and also a person whose tame is not allowed to partake of a carbon Pesach either. Also, it passes, I'll say, Ma Tuma, Lay Asaba, Mixas Tuma Kachol Tuma, just like by Tuma, the Torah doesn't make part Tuma. Like complete tuma, okay. For example, for example, let's let's speak this out. I shecht for a group of people. Three of them are tahar. Three of them are tummy. The halacha is it's a valid shechita. I say the same thing. If there's a group of people who want to make up a carbon pesach, three of them have a bris mila, and three of them do not have a bris mila. We should say. The ones who don't have a brismila shouldn't get in the way. Or, instead of comparing an aral to tumma, maybe I should look at a different flip side of this halacha and say as follows. Since an aral passes, and in the wrong time, it passes as well, meaning you shecht it for the wrong time, um, a person has in mind to eat the carbon shaloi bismanoi. I'll say mazman osba man kecholazman. If let's say I have in mind, uh, a uh, carbon supposed to be eaten by by day, by night, and by day. I have in mind when I shecht and sprinkle and do the four. I have in mind that it should be eaten by night, by day, and by night. Which means I had in mind part of the zman was okay. And part of this man was really too late. The halacha is, it's possible. It's piggle. So do I look as at an aril and compare him to Hilchas Tumah? And therefore it's okay. The same way a group that has Tumah and Tar, people, it's okay. So to a group that has RLs and Milas is okay. Or do I say that Arla is compared to piggle, Shalai Bismanai, and the same way, by even if you have part of the time not okay, the whole thing's not okay. If I shecht for a group of Mila and Arla, since part of it is not okay, the whole thing's not okay. So which way do I look at it? So the Gemara says, Let's see. Is the group of uh, the group that has some people without a bris Mila, the Arelim, which one is it more similar to? Is it more similar to the Tuma and Tara? Or is it more similar to the Shalai Bizman. We should don, we should judge something that doesn't apply to all Karbonais. Now meaning, an RL is allowed to bring and be part of other Karbonais. It's only by a Karbon Pesach that an RL is not allowed to be part of it. Very interesting. 
A person without a bris milah, the Torah tells us, in our Parsha, by the way, Parsha's by this week, we're reading it soon, the halacha is, an aral is not allowed to partake of a carb. However, an aral could bring other carbonus. An aral is allowed to bring a, a shlaman. He just doesn't eat from it. He'll have a shliach eat from it. He's allowed to be part of, of the mitzvah. And don't ask a shayla about zman that that causes pigle by all zvachim. Whatever mommy says. I'll talk to you sooner. Or maybe look at it a different way. We should look at a halacha that doesn't have any diff- that, that works across the board. Something that doesn't work across the board, and and uh, don't compare it to tuma, which is uh, which is an exception. Usually, a person who's tame is not allowed to to uh, be brought. However, there's a halacha that when most of Klal Yisrael is tame, and there was a point when this happened, guess what? If majority of Klal Yisrael is tame, tame people were allowed to eat from the carbon pesach. Talmud Laimar, Zeis. The Torah therefore says the word Zeis. This, Zeis Chukas Pesach, this is the Allah of the Karban Pesach. What does that mean, my Zeis? What is this referring to? If you're going to say that when a person only intends for an Aral, the whole thing is Pesach, but let's say you have some Arelim and some people with a Brismila, then it's okay. Haimi Vichol Aral Nafka. We would have learned that out from it says every Aral should not eat from the carbon Pesach. So we would have been able to learn that out directly from the Pesukim. So rather, this is the Chiddush of the Brisa. It seems that when you intend completely for people who don't have a Brismila, then the carbon is not kosher. But if part of the if uh, part of the Das was for an Aral, then it's not possible. If you're going to say the same halacha applies to the sprinkling, that the that if you intend completely the entire time for an aral, then it's possible. Therefore, says no. The only time there's an the only time you need that the entire thing is it, it works if it's partial, it's okay. That's only b'shchita who dekula arla miapsala. That's only when it comes to the shchita that it's possible when it's completely the shame the arl avalzrika. But it, the halacha happens to be that when it comes to the sprinkling of the dam afilu kula arla nami la Even if I intend completely for an arl, it's not possible. The chite mahai kula dezrika. And if you're going to say, well, why is a zrika, which usually is like the finale and the 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 hammer, you know, that drives it home? Why are we being more lenient? On the zrika step, than we are on the shechita step. The in machshavas eichlin bezrika. I'll tell you because the machshava of who eats it is not important when it comes to the sprinkling of the blood. Memela, what are we coming out with? What we're coming out with is that if a carbon pesach was shechted for, we'll say, a regular person. And the zrika, the sprinkling, the intention is for an aral, it's kosher. 
The shechita is l'shem proper people. The zrika is l'shem arel. It's fine. Why? Because the ikr of the carbon pesach is the eating. What is which step allows me to eat this kosher meat? The shechita. Usually by a carbon, the zrika is the emphasis. Oh, that's where you get your kapar. Over here, specific to carbon pesach, as long as the shechita was was the shame people with the brismila, even though the zrika I had in mind somebody who's an arl, it's still okay. Still okay. Rav Chista, Rav Chista argued. Rav Chista, said no. There's nothing doing. Okay. Rav Chista says that it's going to be kosher. He says Adarab, leidach he says uh, the drasha goes the other way. Tamar leimar b'chol arl. The Torah says anybody without a rismila can't eat from it. Kula arla pasla, which seems that only when your entire intention is for an arl, then it's possible. But maktazalai pasla. But if you have partial intention for an arl, then it's still kosher. Abolzrika, when it comes to the sprinkling of the blood, afila maktazanami pasla. Then even if uh, even if I have part of my intention for an arl, it's going to be a problem. Chite muhua din lezrika. And if you're going to tell me the same halacha should apply by shchita and zrika, the ad the ika kula arla lay pasla. That it's only be an issue when the entirety is the shame the RL and not when it's partially. No, Tamar Lemar Zeis. Teach me, oh, only Zeis by the Shita, it's gonna be kosher. Shita who the mixas like Pasla. By Shita, when I have in mind both a Mila and a not Mila, then it remains kosher. Avozrika, uh, when it comes to the sprinkling of the blood, Afilo Mikzasa Pasla, even if it's Mikzas, even if partial of my Das. Is for an RL, it's going to be puzzle. The chitema umai chumra dizrika. And if you're going to say, why is it that zrika were being more strict than the shita? I'll tell you, delay mikvat pigol ella bizrika. It's because what causes the main the main stage of pigol to show up? That's going to be the zrika by the sprinkling of the blood. That's like the the final effect. By by uh, every avayda, okay. So let's take the following situation: the kayin shechts a carbon to eat it shalay bismanay and shalay bismanay, and then he does kabbalah sadam for uh, with the intention to do the wrong thing. Guess what? It's still kosher. It's still kosher because according to him. Pigle is only an issue when you don't, when it's not Zrika, you need to say that my intention is for something else. Otherwise, the only time intention plays a role is by the actual sprinkling of the blood. Maskifla Ravashi, Ravashi says, what are you talking about? Ravashi challenge says, all are you know that means that, that your your entirety is the shame oral. Dilma Haibakolara Mashwa Koldu oral. What does it mean? Kol. Kol means it can mean all, and kol can mean any. It means any little bit. Kosavachmana Zeis. Therefore the Tyred Zeis, the Adika Kula, Arla Lai Pasla. Laishna Bishita of Laishna Bizrika, which seems to imply there's no difference between the stage of Zrika and the stage of Shita. Therefore, for the last point for today. Elam Ravashi, because of his question, Ravashi says a whole different take on the Machlaikas. And he says, 
Rav Chisto Verabba Bahai Krokma. He says, I'll tell you the machoikas between Rav Chisto and Rabba. Okay, I'll tell you, I'll explain uh, why they're arguing. Okay, and again, what was the well, what was the machlaikas? The machlaikas was that if a person does the shechita, l'shem people with bris mila, but he has in mind that the zrika later on should be for a non-circumcised person. So Rav Chista said puzzle. Rabbi says kosher. This is what we've been trying to figure out. What's the source of machlaikas? So. This is the so says Rav Ashi. I'll tell you why they're arguing. Last up for today, It says in the pasuk that the sprinkling of the blood is a kapara. When you sprinkle the blood on the mizbeach, that's when the one bringing the carbon gets an atonement. A love, he gets an atonement. Nobody else. I can't take. Yankel's carbon. Shechtet l'shem Yankel, Kabbalah Saddam l'shem Yankel, Haylacha l'shem Yankel, and then sprinkle it for barrel. Can't do that. A love for the bringer, it's a carbon. I can't get an atonement for my friend. Rabba Savar. So Rabba holds. Rabba says. That a person's friend is dum is similar to having the wrong das of the owner, that mahu devar kapara, just like the person bringing the carbon gets the kapara. Av chaveroi devar kapara. So too, your friend can actually get a kapara, but only if he needs the same kapara that you need. That's rab. Let me explain. I need to bring a carbon chatas. The guy brings the carbon the shame tenler. When he gets to the zrika, I say, hey, you know, I got a friend. His name is Beryl. You know what they say? A good friend is somebody bailing you out of jail. A best friend is the one sitting next to you saying, that was fun. That's a best friend. I got a best friend, Yankel. He was in on this carbon chattis too. I know it's my carbon, but being that Yankel really also needs a kapara, when you sprinkle it, add him to the tab. Says Rabba, that's fine. It's fine. The, the, the animal is still kosher. Because since Yankel is betairas, my kapara that's needed... The carbon's still, uh, the, the zrika's still valid for me. But if Yankul didn't have a brismila, then, then it's a problem. This oral as well, since, listen, the halacha is that every yid needs to bring a carbon pesach. Even if you're an Ural, you're Chayav and you have a mitzvah of Pesach. You're just not allowed to eat it because you don't have a brismila. Kivan de Barchiyuvahu, Sitz Barchiyuvahu, Barkaparahu, he's also considered a Kapara. Hayo de Iboy Misaki Nafshe, because if he wants, he can go get it, give himself a brismila a minute before Shkia, and now he can eat it. 
What would happen if a guy's in Arul on Erev Pesach? We do it, l'shem him. And then after the Karban Pesach, he gets circumcised. Says Rav Chista, he could still eat it. He's allowed to eat a Karban Pesach. Since he's allowed to eat a Karban Pesach at night, that means he was betayras Karban Pesach in the afternoon, and that's why I call Besev. Okay, why? Since, if he wants, he could have been misakin himself. He could have fixed him up prior. And Bez Hashem, tomorrow we will pick up from this step. Umi Islay Lirav Chista.